This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Monday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. I mean, poor Blake. He only got the job at Barrow last week and he's already out on his ear. So has he actually been sacked? Well, no, I don't think so. No? I think he just walked out. But you have to ask yourself why, don't you? After only a couple of days? Surely someone could have sorted something out. And Jazz is not talking to him? No. Or is he not talking to Jazza? I'm not sure which way it is. But Blake needs to be cut a bit of slack, Mum. And he needs someone looking out for him. Well, if he's at the Elms... He is. Alan goes there sometimes. So does Pat. I'm sure they'll look out for him. Mm. Uh, Elizabeth, mm. a word about Halloween, if I may? Yes, of course. Morning, Russ. Pretty. Now, I have confirmation that we've got those two movies for the drive through What, The Exorcist? And The Omen, yes. Oh, brilliant. Oh, thank you so much for taking this on, Russ. No, I think it'll prove very popular. Mm. We just have a few practicalities to sort out before Sunday. Mm, as a matter of fact, I've had an idea about that. Stewarding and box office and about things. About Halloween? And setting up the food outlets. Mm. Everything else is more or less in hand. This isn't about the movies. What? What isn't? My idea for Halloween. Idea? Yes. You've had an idea? I thought of it last night when I was listening to Bert. Oh, yes. Please, sir, it's not poetry during the interval. It got me thinking about ghost stories. If you could call that poetry. Ghost stories? Bert's a great storyteller. He could lead people round and... Uh, No, wait a minute. Lead them round and tell them stories. Oh, what, on Halloween? Of course. Sunday night. Darling, we've already got the films. You can do this as well. Uh, No, I'm sorry. For people who want something different. You had this idea last night? At the Harvest Supper, yes. So you've got less than a week to set it up? I can do that. I mean, it's simple enough. And set it up in direct opposition to our movie Not in opposition, no. We can do Uh, both. No, this is a non-starter. It's a bit late to be coming up with new ideas, Freddie. It's crazy. And you've done this before. What? When? Well, you're hidden lower Loxley Tours. I thought you might have learned from that. Look, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. No, it won't work. It could split our audience. And the movies will definitely make more money. And, you might remember, it was me who rescued your life-drawing class. What's that got to do with anything? No, Freddie, we really can't do this. We can. In fact, I've already made a start. What? How? I've asked Bert if he'd be interested. Oh, no. And he loved the idea and said yes. Then you'll have to tell him no. What? I'm not doing that. Well, you have to, Freddie. You should never have gone ahead without talking to us first. And what about Bert? Well, you asked him, so now you'll have to tell him he's not wanted. Grab hold of the plate meter while I shut the gate, will you? It's okay. I'll do the gate. This isn't going to make you late, is it? I don't have to be in till 11. Because if it can keep till you get back... No, Mum... You don't want to put yourself under pressure with uni, Ben. No, I'm not. Okay. But I do have choices to make, and I just want to talk things through before I decide. And you have to decide today? Not today, no. Because I I don't know enough about all this. I'm just trying out ideas. I just want to know what you think. About the elderly? Yeah. Would it be a good option? As a nurse? Obviously. Well, 
I don't know. Mum, you know me. <laughs> and you know what it is to be elderly? Hey, watch it. Just tell me, does it sound like a good idea? Well, seriously, you're very good with your gran, I suppose. And Leonard. Good with them? You are. You make them sound like pets. Anyway, I don't think of them as elderly. And maybe that's an indication. Treating people with respect. Tell you what, I'm taking Bert out for a drink tonight to thank him for helping me to clear up after the harvest supper. Why don't you come too? What, use Bert as a guinea pig? No. Tell me, Bert, what's it like being an old man? <laughs> no, Ben. Not so sure about that. I mean, come and have a drink with us. Just chat. And keep your nursing options ticking over in the back of your mind. Oh, that is so typical of Freddie. The idea didn't even occur to him till last night. Yes, of course. The harvest supper. Right, inspired by Bert Fry's interminable dirge. Interminable. An endless list of Borsitcher banalities. It wasn't that bad, Ross. <laughs> Lily, come on, it was awful. Some of it was quite touching. Visits to the chemist, digging up potatoes. Well, that's ordinary life. Poetry should be about ordinary life. Not that ordinary. We had at least five minutes on him cutting his toenails. Oh, Ross, don't be so superior. That's just a touch too ordinary for me. What about ploughing? Ploughing? There was one about ploughing a field. That was quite philosophical. Following your own furrow? Yes. Cliché. I thought there was something zen about it. There wasn't. Anyway, the point is, Halloween's sorted. We don't need new ideas and we don't need Bert. I know what this is. What? You've been to see Chelsea Horribin and it's made you grumpy. I'm not grumpy. You have, haven't you? Well, yes, I have, but I'm not what in What was m- it? Revising the finer points of punctuation or something? It was punctuation, yes, for her English reset. Right. And you've come back a grouch. But it wasn't that... Exclamation mark. I prove my point. No, it wasn't like that. You mean Chelsea was the ideal student, question mark? Not really, no. But she was okay in the end. In the end? Well, it was all very brittle to begin with, all very, why do I have to bother with this rubbish? But that was just front, because she's worried about it. She genuinely wants to get things right. Oh, And I think I helped her do that. Chelsea's not as brash as she makes out, you know. That's just a sort of shell. Yes. Well, good. That is good, Russ. I'm glad it worked out so well. I enjoyed it, as a matter of fact. So, things are looking pretty good for Chelsea's S apostrophe reset. For Chelsea's apostrophe S reset, yes. Oh, could you do us a round of sandwiches, Jolene? Of course I could. What would you like? It's for Bert. i better ask him. No, no need. If it's Bert, it'll be cheese and pickle. And I'll throw in a pickled egg. On the house. That's sweet of you. Well, after last night's triumph. Yeah, he was great, wasn't he? Oh, and the stamina of the man. I thought it were never going to end. <laughs> it might not have done if Jill hadn't stepped in. Uh, I did love it, though, Ruth. Some of them poems you could set to music. Now there's a thought. Guitar, fiddle, a bit of backing vocals. Watching Ambridge folk go by. <laughs> that could be your chorus. Yeah, it could. <laughs> He's telling Ben a thing or two, isn't he? Rabbiting away together like a couple of old mates. Yeah. Ben's always got on with Bert. What are they on about, I wonder? Bert's never going to run out of stories, is he? Uh, 
He was just telling Ben about the foot and mouth crisis 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, of course. When you barricaded yourselves in. We had to, for safety's sake. Yeah, but a bit like Covid. That's what Bert was saying. That was when he moved into the bungalow, wasn't it? Yeah, to help us out. And he was without Frida. First time in 40 years they'd spent any time apart. 40 years? That's amazing. She used to bring food parcels for him and leave them at the farm gate. <laughs> I can see her now in her old green headscarf, hooking a shopping bag on the gate, then blowing a whistle so someone would come for it <laughs> and hurrying off back down the lane before they did. <laughs> right. Well, I'd better get going on that sandwich for him. The thing is, he always was a good teacher. Mm, I can see that. And I know he misses it. Is there any coffee on the go? Uh, uh, no, sorry. No, but if you're making one... No, I don't think I'll bother. Yeah, well, if he can win Chelsea Horbin round, he must be doing something right. Who's this? Put up with all that bullshiness. It's more than putting up with it, though, Mum. It's understanding why she's so confrontational in the first place. Who? What? Who's putting up with Chelsea? We're talking about Russ. Oh. He's been helping Chelsea revise. Of course. A Russ fest, I might have guessed. Well, we talk about you if there was anything worth saying. Have you spoken to Bert yet? Yes, I have, as a matter of fact. Good. I told him he wasn't wanted. What, straight out like that? You can't make me feel guilty about that, Freddy. I'm not. If he was disappointed, it's your fault, not mine. Right, I've got some papers I want to look through. Um, I'll be in the office for about half an hour. You haven't, have you? What? Said anything to Bert. I have, I just said I have. No, I know you, Freddie. You haven't said a word. Well, he was out when I phoned the bungalow. Right. I'll do it, Lily. I will do it. Though I wouldn't have to, would I, if it wasn't for Russ? Oh, rubbish. He was the one who stamped all over the idea. He should be the one to break it to Bert. No, face it, Freddie. You came up with a rubbish plan, and poor old Bert is collateral damage. You have to deal with that. Why me, though? Russ is the sensitive one, the understanding Because one. it's your problem. Why can't he be around to pick up the pieces? Oh, yes, I forgot. He was out being sensitive with Chelsea Horribin. What? What was it again? What are you saying? Oh, that's right. Punctuation. Freddie. I've never heard it called that before. You're just being ridiculous. Am I, though? Because when you think about it, Russ has got form, hasn't he, with female students? Shut up, Freddie, shut up. And if anyone knows anything about that, it'll be you. You're pathetic. Do you know that? Mm, maybe you ought to keep an eye on him, Lily. No, it's fantastic. He was teaching me to play crib, right? And we took it in turns to play him. Ben, then me, then Ben. And don't tell me. He beat you. He kept beating us. <laughs> He's cribbage dynamite, Bert is. Only then I begin to get the hang of it, and I win. He did. He actually won around. And Bert closes his eyes, and he says, Yes, well done, well done, young Ben. You've obviously had a good teacher. <laughs> said he wasn't really trying that time. Yeah, and that maybe it was a fluke. So I said we ought to play again. And he pretends to nod off. Yeah, because if you don't play, you can't lose, can you? So he isn't really asleep? I doubt it. Never. Just switch it off, hoping we'll forget about playing another round. So, let's take him another pint and watch him spring back into action. There you go, then. Thanks, Jolene. I'll try him with that. <laughs> How's that girl of yours, Ben? Beth? Yeah, she's good, yeah. See much of her, do you? What with your course and everything? Yeah, we do okay. 
She works not far from uni, so we can meet up quite a bit. Oh, so all pretty serious with you two then, is it? You know me, Jolene. I'm a deadly serious person. <laughs> Jolene! Uh, have you got a minute? Just come in. Pop your head round the kitchen door, will you, Ben? Tell Kenton that he's needed in the bar. Ruth, what is it? It's Bert. I can't wake him up. You think we need an ambulance? I think so, yeah. He's not responding. Bert? Can you hear me? Bert? Jolene? I think he's dead. He's dead. 